Today, CEOs from grocery chains are going to be in Ottawa trying to explain their profits. And economist Jim Stanford from the Center for Future Work says that the numbers actually do show that we're getting hosed. So Jim Stanford joins us right now. It's nice to have you. Good morning. Thank you very much, John. Okay, so what do you see happening today uh, with these uh, hearings in Ottawa? I mean, I know that people are going to ask all these great stentorious questions, but do you think anything's actually going to happen? Well, nothing will happen from the committee hearing itself, but this is, I think, part of a shift in the broader public narrative and the broader public understanding about inflation and where it came from. And so, you know, in that regard, this is more than just a a stunt by the politicians on that committee. I think they are actually asking legitimate questions that should be asked of the supermarkets. How have you profited from the inflation that's hurting Canadians? And frankly, it should be asked to the bosses of a whole bunch of other industries that are actually even more to blame for the inflation we're experiencing than than just Loblaws. Now, you have presented your own analysis of this. What did you find in it? Well, I used a different uh, data source, frankly, than I think most of the other uh, most of the other people who've given testimony to this committee. I used Statistics Canada data on industry-wide trends in the food retail sector. So we are capturing the big three chains for sure: uh, Loblaws, uh, Sobeys, and Metro. But we're also capturing the rest of the sector. So uh, we found that profits in food retailing have more than doubled since before the pandemic, and the profit margin, the amount that they get from each dollar of revenue uh, has grown by about 75%. So, you know, the CEOs are going to try and slice and dice it and say, look, and we're not making as much money as you think we are. But uh, on an industry-wide basis, it is clear this industry has uh, had a a dramatic and sustained jump in profitability. And you know why? It's because we pay $200 for every every cart that we buy there. Okay, so help me with the math here, because this is such a hard thing to parse. And, you know, they will say, for example, that, well, you know, people stopped going to restaurants and they started buying their own groceries and cooking for themselves. Some of the chains will say, well, we have a drugstore, so that's where the money is coming from. So can we actually distill out of this that there has been, as the NDP would say, greedflation? Uh, I, I think that we can. Uh, first of all, the idea that we uh, stopped eating out, that was the story two years ago. That isn't the story anymore. And in fact, the quantity of groceries that Canadians buy is shrinking and is now below where it was when COVID hit. And frankly, I find that a very worrisome sign. That is partly that we've gone back to eating in restaurants. It's also because Canadians can't afford food. And so they're finding ways to scrimp and scrump and uh, use food banks, for example, and grow their own in some cases. So uh, the 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 actual volume of business going through the supermarkets is falling, not rising. So you can't say this is you know just a growing business, a, a rising tide lifts all ships. Um, uh, secondly, you know the, this uh, kind of nitpicking about well, there's a drugstore at the back of the supermarket, or I just happen to own the biggest drugstore chain as well as the biggest grocery chain, Shoppers Drug Mart, owned by Loblaws. Well, that doesn't give me comfort. That just shows we're getting ripped off no matter what we buy. And, and I don't think is a reason to say that this isn't an, an issue. I, I do think, John, the supermarkets have clearly ignited public anger, and I think they deserve it. But I do wish this was the start of a broader conversation. We should be talking about drugstore prices. We should be talking about 
about energy prices. We should be talking about rents. We should be talking about bank profits. Across the board, there's, you know, uh, in my research, I've identified 15 strategically located sectors in the economy where profits have soared since the pandemic, which are also, not coincidentally, the major sources of consumer price inflation that we're paying for. And, and so I think generalizing our critique of the supermarkets, you know, not just Galen Weston and his cardigan sweaters that seem to really piss people off, but the whole, in a way, corporate community, which has done so well during this inflationary episode, I think would be where we should take this conversation. Okay, so if you could ask one incendiary question to these CEOs who are going to be on Parliament Hill, what would it be? Hmm. Wow. Okay, this is why I'm an economist, not a politician. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, I, I would, I would ask, um, they're, they're all going to claim that they're just the innocent intermediary. You know, I've, I've got higher costs for everything and uh, I just have no choice but to pass them on to consumers. And the evidence is clear that's not the case. So if all you're doing is passing on higher costs, why have your profits grown? Those two statements are mutually inconsistent. And I, I think that would be a, a way to nail them. Okay. Now, I do have a colleague who will probably call you a raving communist at some point. So what would you say to somebody who says it's not up to you or an economist or anybody to dictate how much a corporation can make in profits? Well, I think in a way we've all internalized the idea that we live in a, a capitalist system and companies are put on earth to maximize their profits. And, and there are those who celebrate that no matter what. And, and so am I surprised that the companies are trying to maximize their profits? No. Was greed invented when COVID came along? Of course not. Greed, greed has been there for a long time. But the unique circumstances of COVID, the supply disruptions, the shortages, the desperation of consumers uh, initially in the pandemic, and then the pent-up demand when we could finally go out shopping again, uh, and the market power of, a, of three very large supermarket chains which control most of the market. Those things came together in a way that is hurting society. And, and the fact that you know they have a quote-unquote obligation to their shareholders to maximize profits doesn't, in my view, exempt them from critique for that. And at a minimum, even though it's hard to figure out what to do about this, at a minimum, we should have a factual story about what's causing inflation. Because Tiff Macklem from the Bank of Canada stands up and says inflation is being caused because too many Canadians have a job. And that is just wrong. And that is so infuriating for people who are trying to pay for their grocery bills. And we should at least be honest about where the problem came from. Thanks for this. Always a pleasure. Thank you, John. Good luck. That's Jim Stanford from the uh, Center for Future Work.